This is Saturday morning's must-listen format. The Melbourne Racing Panel. Working through the meeting at Sandown on the hillside circuit. We're on a good four at this stage with the rail in the six-metre position. We're up to the second leg of the quaddy. Race seven on the card over 1,800 metres. Another benchmark 70 in the scratchings number 10. Desperado came out this morning. What sort of an impact did that have on the market, Jamie? It's an eight-cent deduction, Warren, for that scratching, but it hasn't impacted where the support's been going through because there's two really well-backed runners here. So the one independent road is at $6.50. Glentanius at $34. So Tasman Park is the favourite at $3.50 and is the second best backed runner in this race because the best backed is the four, the nephew, currently at $4.80. And as I've just spoken, it's now into $4.60. We take Manhattan is at $12. Harbour Master at $8. River Plate's currently at $4.40 and has seen a little bit of support but nothing compared to the top two that I just mentioned. New Choices at 23 and then Huguenot at $17 has taken a little bit at that $3.90 for the place. How are you thinking the pace might be here, Dean? Uh, Warren, looking at the speed, I thought we take Manhattan, Barrier 1 would use it uh, and and be rated on the pace and probably in front now. Uh, Independent Roads drawn 2 has got speed. Huguenot out in the middle has got speed. And River Plate, I had probably rolling forward, but uh, sounds though with uh, your interview with Natalie Young this morning that he might just take a try and take a little bit of a sit behind them. But, uh, yeah, I think the inside two draws are certainly going to be prominent. How are you playing this race? I'm hoping they go fast enough because uh, I like two that are going to settle back and they have the nephew and that was a good positive report from uh, Patrick Payne. And I, I like the blinkers first time, which might mean he races a bit closer. He comes out of a much stronger race at his last two. He was 78 grade, 84 grade. And uh, now he comes back to a 70, and first look at the race, 62 kilos, but it's a 58 and a half limit. So after the claim, he's a kilo and a half after over the limit. It's virtually a, a high weight, uh, and so I'm happy to be with him uh, to beat six Harbour Master. I thought it was a tremendous win on Lakeside last start. I think he'd be better suited to Hillside, drawn out, probably tracks a horse like Tasman Park into the race and can run well. Tasman Park uh, is unbeaten to date. He's done nothing wrong. Uh, different rider this time, and I think Hannah Edgley's a, a fine rider, but this will be a good challenge for her because uh, Jamie Mott's uh, really got the best out of this horse uh, with plenty of vigour. And five, we take Manhattan, who uh, I thought was very brave last start. That form stacks up pretty well. The horse that beat him unbeaten to date so uh, in St Lawrence, so uh, next best. But uh, playing the race around the nephew and Harbour Master Warren, 4-6-3-5. Just a couple getting back to the previous race, Dino, via SMS. Steve from Ballarat just wondering about the gelded horse you were talking about. That was Daily Bugle, who's had that Daily one run Bugle. as a gelding. And yep. just one via the SMS just thinking we're getting good odds about Netanyahu, who does drop back in distance. How, how do you assess Netanyahu, Dean? Uh, I certainly think uh, he's drawn for a great run and uh, he's very consistent and he's around around the mark, but it's that sort of race. I don't think there's a lot between them. If you're going to uh, add a, a fifth pick, he'd be uh, certainly, uh, that'd be my fifth pick. Gator, what are you doing in race seven? Yeah, I'm going to tip the nephew as well. Look, I did tip him last time and um, I think he, he ran really well. He, he was back last, came widest with no real card into the race. The trifecta sat one, two, three, um, and he, he went pretty close. Um, the time was good. Gets an old bigger track. Only back to eighteen hundred is no negative either. Independent Road was brave at Flemington, beating home Desperado. Gave the winner two and a half kilos. Of course, he won again. That horse uh, hassled off 
He likes the dry. Tasman Park's unbeaten. Uh, clearly, his obfuscation form ties in with River Place and Co. And River Place has got to run the 1800, but in the mix, 4137. 4 1 3 and 7 from Gator, 4 6 3 and 5 from Dean Lester. I'm also with the nephew getting the blinkers on here. He had a bit against him at the Valley last start. I thought he still ran well. Claim for Canberra and the gear change. Four for me ahead of three, Tasman Park, who's doing nothing wrong. He's going to probably need the panic sooner rather than later, but he gets the claim here. One independent road's a winner here. He was brave last start at Flemington and six Harbour Masters returned in good form. Four, three, one and six for me. Race eight's over the staying trip of 2,400 metres. Take out numbers 11 and bottom emergency number 18, Jamie. So, Warren, this race is interesting more so. We've got two horses that are, are really well-backed and there's not much separating them in, for the hold. And then there's sort of a speckle amongst quite a few other runners. So one of those is Pesto that's had a little bit of a dabble at $9. The two never again is currently at 21 The three made by Khan has seen, again, a little bit of interest at the $7.50. The horse at odds that's seen some support is Sule Nuage at $23. The five Spanish Kiss has had a bit of interest at $12. The six Protection Money is there at double figure price of 31 Kaituku the 10 at $19 has also had a bit of interest but not as much as what we've taken for Sule Nuage for horses at odds so so unusual at $7 is the second best backed runner in this race behind the 14 Wahini Toa and between those two there's not much separating them so so unusual at 7 and then Wahini Toa at $4.60 so between those two Warren they're the best backed and then just the specking on those other ones I mentioned. How do you think they might run along here over the 2400 Gator? Yeah look it's Probably made by um, Khan, the three, and Katuki, who settled one, two. A number of the others can be handy, though. We saw a handy tower, of course, box seat to win at the Valley. Uh, Dalamax, Tycoon Beck, and even Swelter Magic um, from the draws, those last two, could, can push on. So, interesting. I think it'll be a reasonable a test of endurance. Again, I'm trusting that Mini Valley form, uh, which was an on pace. The trifecta, uh, so the on-pace, um, the trifecta sat one, two, three. That was at the Valley, running uh, one in good time. Uh, we already get a line on that form by the time we get to this race with ne- the nephew who we're tipping in race seven. I'm going to tip Pesto, the one. He was uh, a strong finale there. Yeah, I think getting to 2,400, he is ready to fire. He found the last nine nicely fresh prior to that behind Nugget, again in good time. The awesome son, look, he's a bit of a tease. A mile back at the valley, forced very, very wide. Made up a stack of ground. The run was terrific. It's on a bigger track, so um, perhaps gets um, gets another go. Certainly in the quaddy, at least. The Mahini Tower stays down in the weights. Uh, must have a case. It was a strong win last time. Had the dream run, but won well. And Susan has chased him strongly all the way there in a mostly on pace race as well. So no way it ends there, but 1, 17, 14, and 4. What are you doing here, Dean? Uh, Warren, I'm going with Wahini Toa. I thought uh, the deeper she got into that race at Mooney Valley, the better she went, mainly in the straight line. Uh, I think the bigger track will suit her. She's um, proven that before with placings in a St Ledger at Flemington and, and raced well uh, here. I think uh, she can win again. She's still right down in the weights to beat uh, Credit Crunch down from Sydney. Uh, it goes up in the weights, but gets Jamie Carr and uh, Matt Smith, a terrific traveller of his Horses, I, I like the way she hit the line last start. Uh, another Sydney one in made by Khan, who we saw early in his career here with Matt Laurie. Uh, 
I think he's going uh, quite well. He's only had the uh, three runs this time in, so he's still got relatively fresh legs. Going to need a good ride from Johnny Allen, but uh, I think uh, he's staying quite well in his races. And there looks, you know, looks like five or six, that maybe even more that'll go forward. And he just might tuck in behind them and run very well. And uh, Pesto, I agree with Gator. He's close to a win. He doesn't win very often, but uh, he's still got relatively fresh legs. Only had the two runs in, so. He closed well at the Valley, and the big track suits him with the claim. Uh, 14, 12, 3 and 1. Dean Lester with numbers 14, 12, 3 and 1. David Gately, 1, 17, 14 and 4. I'm also with number 14, Wahini Tauro. I love the improvement she'd made in the parade ring going into her most recent run. You'd think she'd be right at her top now, down in the weights from a good draw. 14 for me, had a 1 pesto, who actually don't think had the best of luck at a crucial stage at, at Mooney Valley. Rising distance, spacious track suits. Five, Spanish Kiss, coming through a, a form race that ties a, a bit of the form together. Looks to be going well. And 12, Credit Crunch, a good win in Sydney last start. 14, 1, 5 and 12 for me in the second last. Get to the last over 1,000 metres, a benchmark 70. It's clear of scratchies. Jamie, how's the market look here? So, Warren, we do feature the best-backed runner of the entire card, and that is the one unflinching currently at $3.70 and is holding five times more than anything else in this race. The two fine Dane currently at $13 has seen some support this morning. Hicknock is at $13. If we head down a little bit further, the 10 All About Eve at $8 is the second best backed runner in this race, but is significantly less than what we've taken on unflinching. And Moon and Back currently at $21 has had a bit of interest at that $5 place price. And this morning, Lunar Cat has also been seeing a little bit of interest at $6.50. But as I said, it's nothing in comparison to what we've taken on the favourite. Good speed in this race over a 1,000 metres. Unflinching helped contribute and set up a, a track record run at the Valley last start. You'd think he'd be on speed and drawn just to his inside. Kev's girl, she'll go forward. Not enough effort. Can be not too far away. And Sham I Am can be there. Even Fine Dane, not that far away. So it should set up a reasonable tempo. But I do think unflinching through that run at the Valley is probably going to be the, the horse to beat. And he might even sit outside Kev's girl here. One for me ahead of four. Stay in touch. I think she's the improver. She was well in the market first up. She was disappointing. It's been back to the jump out since trialled well. Barrier blanket goes on today. Claim for Carlene Heffel. Ten all about Eve. We'll appreciate the strong tempo up front, as will 13 Luna Cat, who's been trialling and jumping out well. One four ten thirteen for me in the last Dino. How are you playing it? Uh, yeah, I'm going with unflinching. I, I see it similarly that Kev's girl might kick up underneath, so it'll be off the rail and just blending into the race uh, outside lead or lead and got a great chance. Uh, all of his form basically to date has been at the Valley, but uh, I think he's uh, this is his second run as a gelding, and he got beaten by a good horse at his first run uh, to beat five Winsome, who just can't ignore the five goes first up for three wins. And one of the unplaced efforts was a fourth, and the other one was a luckless run in a Blue Diamond Prelude as a two-year-old. So he's trolled up well. I think he can run very well fresh. Hickok is a good, honest horse for this grade and can run well fresh. And 10, all about Eve, getting back around a turn should improve. 1, 5, 3 and 10. How are you bringing us home, Gator? Yeah, I'm with unflinching. He's had no answer for inundation fresh. But winner broke the track record, as we referenced earlier, and, and will have run earlier by now. And this guy beat the rest easily. Back to a 70 race. Lunar Cat res, uh, resumes wide, um, really neat jump-out win. Ran home well, fresh last time in. Wasn't far off a smart one that day in Clemenceau. 
Wind Sum's a good fresh horse. It's tried well as well. Kev's girl, maybe the one over the odds here. One thirteen five and nine home. David Gately coming home with one thirteen five and nine. Dean Lester with numbers one five three and ten. My numbers are one four ten and thirteen. Jamie Rogers, what have been the best back runners at Sandown and around the country today? So at Sandown, Warren, it's race two, number two, Detonated Jack, but race nine, number one, Unflinching, is the best on the program and would be holding close to double what Detonated Jack is. Over at Rose Hill, race two, number five, Green Shadows, has been really popular this morning, but it's race three, number 11, Pasagiata. That's the best-backed runner of the entire meeting and the entire country. And at the Gold Coast, race one, number five, Bel Air, has also been very popular, not as much as Pasagiata, but is certainly close in terms of holds. What are you looking forward to today? Uh, Warren, I'm really interested to watch the first race with all sassed up is who I really like. And Mary Mac Boy for me, race six, number 12. I'm really keen to see how he goes after a 19-week break. He's two from two in his career, and I just think he could potentially win again fresh. And Peter Moody's stable is absolutely flying. So that's another one that I'll be keeping my eye on today, Warren. Best of luck today, Jamie. Thanks for your help this morning. Thanks so much, Warren. Everyone have a great day. Jamie Rogers there from the tab, three minutes to nine, quick break, then wrap up with the team's best bets and quaddy players today.